So here I am here with you my are. my good mic, just currently disabled. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I'm, How are you holding yeah. it right now? Set the scene. Uh, Is it so, like the skull? Huh. No, it's kind of just laid on the table, and I'm looking at it sadly, very, very sadly. It's uh, my my. I thought it was a cable problem. And then I replaced the cable, and now I'm trying a third cable, which is supposed to get here in the mail at some point tonight, um, to see if maybe it's the other cable that was the problem. But I think that my mic just may not be working anymore. So now I'm using what I refer to as as baby's first mic. Mm, okay. Which is a $36 microphone, and that $36 included the boom stand and a plosive shield. Well... Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, I got off Amazon in early 2018 and then tried to use and abandoned within a few months to get the better microphone, which has been a workhorse that has recorded almost every single Them's the Facts episode except for the one that I accidentally forgot to turn it off with. It's the microphone that we used when we were all sitting around the table, and now it's just not working, and I'm very sad. Oh yeah, I forgot. I used to get to use that mic too back in the exactly. before times. That mic is great. That mic really is a workhorse. Honestly, R.I.P. to a real one. I yeah. know. I know that eventually the plan is just to get another real one. Uh, yes, but a realer one. A realer fact. one, yeah. <laughs> a realer one. Um, but but I'm using a thirty-six dollar mic and a thirty dollar Behringer um, interface. <laughs> just Did budget. that. Did that hurt you, Chris? Not really. I don't. I'm not an elitist. <laughs> I mean, I'm on like a cheap gaming headset on my fucking computer, so it's okay. That's I, I don't even have any kind of interface. Although, even I don't know. I don't have one already sitting around because I don't have the instrument playing prowess that y'all have. But I feel like they would still come into use for other things. So maybe someday. Here's a question: If I really needed to get by on this interface and wanted to use two microphones, see, this is the weird thing. This one has an instrument input and a mic input, but the only clear difference I can tell between the two is that one of those is an XLR and one of those is a quarter inch. So, Chris, this is my question. Could I run a mic with an XLR to quarter inch cable through this interface and would it be fine? On that interface would it be fine? Probably. Should you ever really do that? No, not really. No, but if I, if I'm, if I say don't want to drop the 160 on the new interface when I get these new mics, I don't I want to save up work. for that later. Uh, it depends mm. on the mic itself. That's a very depends complicated question. Well, we deal with complicated questions that have complicated <laughs> answers. Here on Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. I thought we were going to keep talking about bad mics. Uh, oh, I mean, we could. I had a whole list. It's an option. Give give me that list. So you got Mike Pence. <laughs> I oh. knew this was going to be his Michaels. <laughs> You're going to be like, Mike Wazowski, I don't like him. He's orb-shaped too much for me. And Michael Myers, he killed a what's-her-face. Was it Who was it? Judy Garland? Jamie Lee, oh, Mike, Jamie Mike, Lee and, Mike and Ike, they sticky on my teeth to get stuck. Man, I haven't thought about the fact that Mike and Ike is a thing that still exists in the world until like other, now. The other Mike Myers made Austin Powers, so a bit of a mixed bag there, I think. Yeah, uh, Austin Powers and Shrek. Uh, One of the problems with Mike and Ike is that intrinsically, if you expand it in your head, you go Michael and Eichel, which is just not it. <laughs> uh, it's My, Michael. Uh, Michael Jordan was kind of a dick to Scottie Pippen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I, I've watched some of The Last Dance. I know what I'm talking about. 
Who else? Uh, um, I think I'm out of Mike. Oh, Michael Jackson. He had a whole song about how bad he was. Oh, and, man. Wow. God. Let's not even get into the actual stuff on there because that'll bring me down. I'm out of I'm out of Michael's. I have one more Michael. OK, and it's Mike's. It's Mike Skur. Oh. But I have like or sure. However you pronounce it. I have no notes. OK, he makes he make good shows. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any other. No other Michaels in the world. Oh, oh Michael the Archangel. Uh, I was uh, I was trying to he, decide if I didn't like him he, or not. He, he really likes stepping on serpents' heads, and it's kind of animal cruelty when you get down that, to it. Well, but they're always evil serpents in the Bible, so got to give a little bit of the Bible. The... But do we trust the Bible? Is that really a reliable just, primary source? It just I depends. The Bible now, to do think metaphors. about this, though. Think about this, though. Hear me out. Hear me out. In the part of the world the Bible typically took place in, it's more likely that the snake was actually harmful to people that he was stepping on. Is there? I guess there I'm are. I'm pretty some sure that actually is a true statement because there's there, more venomous. Snakes. That there are more venomous snakes in the Middle East natively than yeah. there are here. I mean, you had the asp. That's in probably Egypt, true. Like one What's, of the most what venomous snakes, venomous snakes in the world. A copperhead, because yeah. I had to. You almost died. Yeah, I almost died. That, that f- when yeah. I realized how close that of a call that actually was, I was like, "Oh God!" Because yeah, I have a pair of jeans with a hole in it where a copperhead bit it. It's pretty sick, <laughs> but it's also yeah, not. as long as he doesn't pen- penetrate skin, you're good. Yeah, I know. Well, he'd be well, dead by now. What's the? Order? I wouldn't be dead. No, what's it, the order? it won't just kill people, right? Like I. I would have called an ambulance, and I probably would have been yes. fine, but it would have been terrible. No, I'm saying you would be dead if were, now if you had gotten bit by a copperhead and been like, I'm fine for, like, multiple weeks. And if you were in anywhere more remote than, say, any city. Atlanta, I don't think much. you get weeks when a copperhead bites you. I think You get, you get hours. Yeah, yeah, it's not a long time. Yeah, what is the order before I get bitten by a fucking copperhead? Huh? Oh, I'm first. That's the order. Oh. And then it's going to be John. And then it's going to be you, Gabe. Okay. It will Normally be. we don't announce the whole one, but I guess we've done it this time. Well, we did it now. <laughs> <The cats laughs> it now, now we all know. So Here's mine. Uh, let me pull up my notes where I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, so on one of the original crown jewel pieces, one of the gemstones was actually replaced with a marble by one of the sons of Edward the Confessor. Now remind me who ah, Edward the, the Confessor was. Prank. Oh, now I have to pull up that. I th- I legitimately didn't think I would have to pull up this I think Wikipedia so article again <laughs> after I had it for myself, but I will pull back up Edward the Confessor's so Wikipedia article. I think so often about the fucking titles they gave people. All right. <clears throat> Edward the Confessor was among the last of the Anglo-Saxon kings of England, considered the last king of the House of Wessex, ruled from 1042 to 1066. The other thing I yeah. will give you, because, John, I know you will ask about this just because of the way you are, uh, and I just expect you to randomly know st- stupid things like this about history. The crown jewels were sourced from Edward the Confessor's stuff, even though it was like 400 years later after the monarchy and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. Answer. Yeah, you were gonna. You said 1066, so this would have been right before William yes. the Conqueror. So I'm giving you that, and this is true that no, the this, crown this jewels were sense. sourced from Edward the Confessor's confessor stuff after he was made a saint. Mm. That was the order. So I was gonna say with a name like the Confessor, sounds like the dude's a saint. Yeah. So that is the parts that are definitely true, which makes William the Conqueror the worst. <laughs> it's wait, so is cr- he actually a saint? 
is that what the conqueror actually is? The saint? Is no, that, no, oh, okay. no. He's not a saint. He's not a saint. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. He basically conquered a saint's kingdom, which isn't great. Oh, a lot okay. of I don't think there are any any of the like post conquest kings were made saints. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure no like kings of Norman England were saints. Man, I I'm still on this thing about like I guess knowing that it's a sainthood related title it changes this one, but a lot of the nicknames or like titles that they would give people, and that's just their name, like in history now. Like, there's just dudes that'll be named like Frederick the the stupid. Like, I mean, you have you have Charlemagne's son, Pepin the Short. Yeah, there's like, who's the one that's like? Um, Actually, Charles the First is a saint, John. Anglican Which, though, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's like uh doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Uh, Was yeah. it canonized by the Pope? Nope. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, uh I'm yeah, trying to see I, what other ones there were for England. I am looking at a lot of these names for saints, and I always forget that there's the one that I always read completely wrong the first time I look at it, which is Louis the Pious. But every time I looked at it, I think of Louis the Pooh. That's really good. That's a very good one. I can't ever unsee it. It just looks like that because of... I uh, just I don't know. It's the like two. And... It's two flips, right? It's like one is doing the O I yeah or the O U I rule, and one's doing the I O U rule, and together Man, it just doesn't work. I'm not knowledgeable enough on linguistics to have any idea about this. Maybe John could could at least make a dent in this question. Do you think that that joke could have been made when he was alive, or was pronunciation Whoa. in those languages different enough back then due to how those languages shift? And also, if you is that I a sainthood name where they gave it posthumously, so no one could have called him that anyway. It wouldn't have been able to be made because it's a French name. Oh, Louis. So it would be Louis, not Louis. Oh, I'm just looking up a lot of like rulers and emperors Man, were made Tennessee. saints. There, a lot of like military people were made saints, and like. You ever you ever just think about like oh maybe. Maybe the Catholic Church is wrong about some stuff. Well, maybe wild. a guy who conquered North Africa shouldn't be considered a saint. You're going to get excommunicated, bud. I've committed so many excommunicable <laughs> offenses at this point. Yeah, which is when someone communicates with you and then they don't anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's what the church will do. I'm My priest a... hasn't talked to me in years. <laughs> I'm looking at a list of really weird uh, monarchy titles. My favorite so far is Hugh quote wearing a cape pay of france <laughs> that's my favorite one so far well i'm sure i'm sure it's a portmanteau in french like capital or something like that god maybe i, I i'm trying to find any that are oh better than that like one. it like the french word for that sounds less shitty you think so yeah exactly yeah. i mean kind of like schadenfreude is did an actual you, thing. did you know elizabeth ii is the admiral of the great navy of the state of nebraska what she has that title oh my god i didn't as does bill murray so do it that way you will okay so bill murray queen elizabeth ii no difference between the two no i think we should have tighter 
restrictions about which states are allowed to use the the great state of. Like, I don't know enough about Nebraska, but there are states. Like, I, I'm from New Jersey, so I'll say it. Can't use it there. Not allowed, I don't think. <laughs> Not allowed. Like, I think that you should you should have to... Uh, so... Um, it should be like in, in the world of like game stores, there's a, they, there's like premium stores by wizards of the coast that they designate for certain events. And like, you have to be like a premium store to like put that plaque up and host certain events. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should, and it's like, they, someone comes and checks it out and like, okay, your store's clean. You have this level of people coming. I think that the great state thing should be like the premium. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I think we're the. The pretty all right state of Georgia. That's really, yeah. And it's know? also pretty, like, uh, I'm like heterogeneous, I guess, because, like, obviously Atlanta is this weird, distinct place from the rest of the state. And and I don't even mean Atlanta proper. I mean, it's, like, spideriness into, like, the surrounding. Oh, absolutely. The know, metropolitan area. Yeah, yeah, the just giant. I found another good one. Catafail, oh. the battle decliner. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> the battle decliner. I like the I idea mean, that this guy wasn't even like the surrenderer or whatever. He just Half didn't Dan, start. Half Dan, the bad no, ha- entertainer. Oh, Half Half Dan? Yeah, Half Dan. He's he's actually he's actually mentioned in Beowulf as a example of a not good king who slays people. So, yeah, Half Dan, and, the bad entertainer. God, if if you if Half Dan has a kid, is that kid one quarter Dan? I think that kid is canonically Hrothgar. Unless <laughs> he has a kid with someone whose name is also Dan. And then the kid's, I guess, three Dan. quarters yeah. Dan. Yeah. I haven't found any other good ones. Uh, so, that's all of them. Oh, marbles. Well, here's Were a... marbles a thing in okay. 1042? I, I, I'm going to give you that one, too, because that's yes. like such an obvious yes. There were yes, marbles obviously. in like the, the three-digit years. They're so, so old. I think, actually, yeah, that makes sense too, right? Because like, the first time you figure out glass, you're like, what am I gonna make? I don't know, fucking little sphere, little balls. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, you know what? I might have something. I think, I think the answer. Like, let okay. me give you all these things, just because well, these I are mean, all questions here's... I expected, and I put them down. Okay. Okay. Marbles existed. Glue yes. existed. Yes. Edward the Confessor is the source existed. of the original crown jewels. And he did have a son. Those are all things that are true. Now, is the argument that you're making that currently in the Tower of London, there's a marble in the crown? I'm telling you that part of the original crown jewels had a marble on it that was glued on it. Yes. Now, has it been restored since then? The marble was not restored. I mean, this kind of sounds... Well, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I phrased that correctly. The marble was there. I don't... I don't... Is there? Like, whatever statement you're wanting for me they didn't get rid of the marble for historical the, the marble's still around okay um i just this just mm. to me sounds like the old version of when like the thing in the museum that isn't the real one it's like in the basement and that's like a really good replica so people don't steal it it's more like the ye old kid broke something and tried to put it back like it was yeah I mean, my biggest problem though with this is that gems are cut they're like faceted, and I just don't see a kid having the prowess to mimic a gem with a. Who a said marble. it was actually mimicked? Well, I mean that's a fair point, but people are just like, guess that's what it looks like. I, I don't, I don't buy this one. 
if I'm being if I'm being real mm. honest, I don't buy this one. A lot of detail gone into it. But, yeah. But. But it just it, it does not quite add up to me. It I do get that like I absolutely get how that could pan out. Like I I could see that being it just yeah it just doesn't feel like something about like the yeah like people then believing it and it just continuing i don't know john kind of has me on this one well let me make one more thing straight Mm -hmm. that might help you a little bit is you got to remember the amount of things that are bejeweled that are in the crown jewels it's not necessarily objects that are like the crown that queen elizabeth put on when she becomes monarch there's like the bejeweled swords. The, there's bejeweled yeah. swords. There's bejeweled spoons. There's all kinds of stuff like oh, that. Oh, that does change it. Hmm. Mm. Like I can list I, what's in the crown jewels right now. Let me do that. Crown I, jewels. So this is oh. just some really gem encrusted shit, and you're telling me that one guy oopsied and replaced one little thing with a little marble. Yeah, for example, you have 35 plates, 31 altar plates, 16 trumpets, 13 maces, 7 sovereign crowns, 6 consort crowns, 6 swords, 6 scepters, 3 robes, 3 rings, 3 pieces of baptismal plates, 3 coronets, 2 orbs. Which two Wait, did, you say, did you say rosaries? Huh? I don't see rosaries on this list. Oh, okay. Which uh, object? One walking stick, one spoon, one which, armlet, one Which Monday. type of object was the, did this happen to you? I don't have that on me. Damn. I Okay, because of the sheer volume of stuff. There are 142 objects in the crown jewels. I'm looking at the page right now, so I am becoming more inclined to believe this. Me too. I didn't know how many objects there were. They're also like almost never brought out anymore except for coronations. Yeah. And the other, the, the, the one, other stuff the, like... is just completely like kept safe all the time in uh the Tower of London. There's like a coronation set that's displayed in the tower, right? Uh, I believe that's correct, yeah. yeah. And there's like a whole thing about how they get out and stuff like that. I'm still going with my gut on this one. My gut says no. What are you thinking, Gabe? I'm willing to have been convinced and go yes, actually. I'm willing so to. So John the says no. One. Gabe says yes. Yeah. Is that correct? That's correct. Nope, it's false. Hey! Damn, all right, fine. The first Now, was here right. are the roots of truth of everything I said. Everything I said was true was true. And it is also true that the original stuff that was in the crown jewels was Edward the Confessor's Edward stuff, the Confessors, yeah. but they were all melted down. So nothing that's in there now is the stuff mm-hmm. from Edward the Confessor's time, even though the original crown jewels were his stuff. So it's made from that stuff that got melted down. Uh, I don't think it's made from the same gold. Uh... I'm trying like to check the, right now. The, okay. It says uh, a permanent set was belo- a permanent set which belonged to Edward the Confessor was established after he was made a saint. These were kept, and then yeah, the original regalia had been sold or melted down after the abolishment of the monarchy in 1649, and then th- about 350 years ago they brought it, the new set back. So. The oldest thing is the spoon. It's the coronation spoon. I don't know what that means. Maybe they just eat the soup right after. Coronation spoon. Hey, uh, so just so you guys know, I just uh, I have a rage and cajun alert. Huh? What? I have a rage and cajun alert. What does that mean? It means that uh, James Carville just texted me. Oh, okay. Who's that? 
famous political commentator and democratic strategist James Carville, the Raging Cajun. The only he, person why that... did he text you? Well, he wants me to support Adrian Perkins, who I believe is the candidate who will flip the Senate blue. Whoa, he'll do it himself. That's As crazy. a lifelong Cajun, Louisiana politics has always been a passion of mine. Why does he? Passion. Why does he sound like he? It's like an old, old-timey lawyer wearing like a linen suit. Because he's well, from Louisiana. Well, because that's exactly who he is. Oh. He's James Carville. This is a wild spoon. Let's. I mean. It's in the crown. Normal spoon. Imagine there's like one plastic spoon in the crown jewels. Like this is my crown jewel of my. Look at that spoon. Of my life, I eat with the. Let me see the spoon. That spoon is really old. That's a. Wait, let me do math. That's a six hundred forty ten. Wait, six hundred forty. Nope, six. Yeah, whatever. Six hundred. It's a six hundred and forty ten. <laughs> six four zero one zero. Six hundred and eighty one year old spoon, I think. This when the no. Sorry. Okay, this one will be right. Six hundred and seventy one. I think I don't know anymore. <laughs> I would give up. Oh, this is kind of interesting that it was like in the regalia and then it was sold and then they found it again. Charles the second found it again. That's kind of interesting. Oh, this spoon is actually very important. Is it? You're very excited about this spoon. Chris. Yeah, okay. I, know why I thought so it was important. just a spoon, but now it's like it's actually like the thing. This is like the thing that you anoint the new sovereign with, with the oil from. Oh, so the Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah. Just dabs a little, little tiny bit of oil. Just a little tiny bit of oil. This is a very important spoon. This spoon is more important than my entire life. Mm, only if you actually ascribe to divine right. Sure. We don't. In the grand scheme of things, if this spoon is very important is what I'm saying. In the collective zeitgeist of humanity, it's pretty important. It's a colonialism spoon. Okay, I mean, you're not wrong about that either. (laughs) But colonialism, important in the, the, the... in the bad way. Yeah, well, I was going to say in the uh, the literal let's say, sense. Let's say important. significant. Sure, significant, significant is a better word. Yeah. Do you want to go next, it, John? Do you my, have something yeah. significant for us? I believe it is. Mine also has to do with that island we call Britain. Oh, no. Yes. Um, British language specialists at the University of London discovered that cows move with accents based on the herds that they're in. I've heard this with some animal before, which makes it believable, but I don't know if it was... I've heard about, like, horses have, like, regional accents or something. Here's what I will give you. Bird bird songs vary regionally within the same species. That is an established fact. Yeah, okay. I always thought the birds sounded uglier in South Carolina, so I guess I'm just right. Hmm. It must be all the Mountain Dew vapor in the air. <laughs> from just... <laughs> is is Dew a South Carolina thing, or are you just talking about just from you being there through like high no, school? No, it's a very South Carolina thing. Maybe, maybe they just get high on those Duke's Mayo fumes. Oh, Duke's man. Mayo is delicious, but I just don't think a bird can handle that. It's oh, not that bad not. anymore. The plant... 
doesn't have as much of an odor as it used to. When I was growing up, I remember it. Uh, when I was growing up, odor? I remember when you drove by to go to school, you could smell it. Now I don't the notice mayo it plant? as much. Did it smell like mayo? It smells like eggs. Oh. Yeah, eggs. And it's, it's, it is the Duke's mayo plant. I want to make that very clear, Gabe. It yes. like makes almost all of the Duke's mayo, it's which like, is like a global brand. It's a brand that is like still kind of localized to a point. But it's, it's just like global. how much mayo could the whole world need kind of situation. It's it's the mayo of the South, I would say. Yeah, yeah. also I guess the question is how much of the re- of the world actually eats mayonnaise at all? Oh, so much of it. Yeah. So much of but it. But you know Duke's mayonnaise is good because it's like one of the only weirdly very name brand things that is at like the DeKalb Farmer's Market as an option. <laughs> it's like, they have like, they have like, whatever mayonnaise from other places, but they also just have an entire thing of every single types of Dukes you can buy because they know. They understand. I want, I want to be clear for non-local listeners that the DeKalb Farmer's Market is a place that has an incredible selection of produce all listed by where it was harvested. Has a lot of really good international products. Like, that's where I get my good Spanish olive oil. But it it typically, like, doesn't carry many well-known name brands. So, like, if you're going there for Oreos or, like, Cheerios, you're, like, No, it doesn't have luck. that. It's, it's not going to happen. It doesn't have chips. Like, it, you can't just go buy yeah. Lay's at it. Exactly. Got if you're getting like pasta, that. you're getting the pasta that they made. In not house. only do they have Dukes, but every type of Dukes, apparently. But that sparks a question for me. What is every type mean? There's mayo and mayo to me. Well, there's, there's there's mayo. Yeah. There's there's Dukes with olive oil, which I prefer. Cucumber, I like. light mayo. I like an olive oil mayo. Here's, oh, a, good, here's, a, good, here's a good way to describe it. The pasta section of the DeKalb Farmer's Market does not carry... What is that brand that is, like, uh, everywhere? Maria? Yeah, yeah, they don't carry that. You can't Would buy you, that pasta yeah. there. You can't... I'm not even sure... Does the Cat Farmer's Market carry Goya products at all? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that they do. That's also just wild. That's why I, yeah. I find it so hilarious that Duke's Mayonnaise is there. It's the funniest it, thing in the world to me. Well, it's, it's funny because they tend to carry, like a significant brand from every like different region of the world, which is them saying that the significant brand of the South is Duke's Mayo. <laughs> I mean, shit, like it has to be that or Bush's bank beans. Let's be honest with ourselves. Oh, I do it's, like it's that. Dukes. It's Duke's. Like baked beans better personally. Not, not as the answer to the question, just as a food. Um, what do we think about cows? Regional that, access. What do I think? That's the thing. That's the zero dollar question. Is do cows have a regional taste? I guess they have to, right? It has more to do with like what they eat. Yeah, I guess that's so the like, only reason that they have a regional taste is what they would eat in that region. That's why like Japanese beef tastes so different. Yeah, exactly. Or at least that's what I, people say. But I don't know. Pretty much all it. all American corn fed cows pretty much taste the same. Uh fun fact. I very rare. I actually really didn't grow up on corn-fed beef ever yeah grass you probably had grass feathers yeah because my grandfather is, raised them he oh. raised them yeah they were pasture raised a right? lot of like, the beef i ate was just like very organic very naturally raised cattle would you say that which, it tasted shittier when you grew up but you were still eating beef like you could notice grass-fed is i mean i think people typically like it more because it's no less i processed. mean when you moved away from home and now you're eating other i don't beef. i don't eat beef so like I, don't know. I thought I don't there was a anymore. time when there was a window, but yeah, but I don't remember what it tasted like anymore. Uh, I will say, there are arguments for and against corn and grass-fed beef. 
and it really depends what you're using. If you're making a steak, you typically want corn-fed because you typically get better marbling with corn-fed beef. Hmm. The beef expert has apparently logged on. I did not know any shit like that. We used every cut of the same I believe, cow, so... I believe that. I believe that. And I'm sure if you grew up eating like only grass-fed beef, then you're not going to want to source the corn I mean, beef. I have no opinion anymore because I yeah. literally can't tell you what beef tastes like anymore I know. at all. I know. It's a... It's a thing that I I am sad for you for it, but I know that you're not sad about it. Yeah, well, I I know beef when I taste it because there have been a couple times where I was given it by accident. But like I still I can't like think of the taste of beef and like recall it and like reminisce about it. Man, you sound like someone talking about like losing their mother at a young age. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you know I wish beef was a word that sounded less intrinsically funny. Like just the way it comes out of your mouth just sounds funny. I have a couple memories of the beef. <laughs> One's at I Christmas. I, I have a vague memory. I was looking out the window, and I took and a And there bite. I saw it, a T-bone steak. <laughs> the door opened, and there was a T-bone steak in in her hands, and that's all I ever my, that's all my I parents remember. used to tell me, put milk, I can't, put milk and I can't. cookies out for the T-bone steak. It's I can't. I can't even think of the curve of the ribeye. <laughs> God, I don't know the I don't know the way it looked when it was happy. I've come across what I think the title will be for John's eventual autobiography after I don't know something after he's done something that is like very <laughs> prominent. It's gonna be fond beef memories. <laughs> That's the name of John's and it's autobiography. Gonna just, the the covers is gonna be like him. Like doing the like the hand on his chin like thinking pose with like a Photoshop like thought cloud and there's just a steak in it. The cover is like him and Bethany facing each other with their hands like outstretched and they're holding a single plate with a T bone on it. Yeah, I don't. I think and and to be clear, the choice of T bone has more to do with the fact that it's just the funniest. Yes, looking. exactly. It's it's the funniest steak to say. Yes. I I don't know other like enough. Like flank, whatever hanger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know Porter. What the? Porter what is house, a hanger? Maybe. Porterhouse sounds just too fancy. I don't know if it is, but it the word sounds. Porterhouse is just a big T. My problem with Porterhouse is I hardly know her house, and I'm supposed to port it now. I don't get God. it. That was just so much in all one little burst. What other steak cuts are there? I'm gonna uh, look at that. I mean, the the what the is intracote? I don't know that one very well. Oh, it's French. I, I pronounced it like it was Spanish. My bad. Uh, intracote. It's the rib area corresponding. The Oh, the it's just what we that, call ribeye. Uh, whatever. It's just yeah. The ones that French everyone should know are ribeye, filet mignon, um, skirt. Arguably, mm, skirt kind of, but mostly in a fajita context. Um, sirloin, both top and well. What about tri-tip? Tri-tip's a roast. It's it's not. And then of course T-bone, ribeye, and strip. New York strip. I. What about I, a flat iron? Flat iron's fine. I don't cube cube steak. It. Don't <laughs> just don't chicken fried. I was about to do country fried. Significant, steak. significant. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, I've heard people say steak like chicken fried steak and stuff before. Not only do I don't know what those things are, but I don't know if they permit things such as steak fried steak. Or steak fried steak fried steak or steak fried steak fried chicken. Well, chicken fried steak is like it, there's no actual chicken involved, first of all. Yeah. 
It's not chicken. It, it's, yeah, it's it's just steak that is fried the same way as, as one chicken. would a chicken. Yes. Uh, yes. That sounds really good. It actually really is, especially when you've got some like nice white pepper gravy on top of it. Here's a fun fact that's really fun right now is the there's a this is actually true that after I stopped eating beef, I did not know that fact until I ordered a chicken fried steak and oh, realized the mistake no. I had made. Oh no. I took like a bite of it and I was like, uh, I understand now. The the worst part <laughs> after that too is you take one bite, you know what you've done, and you look in front of you and you just have a chicken fried steak now. Well you can't and you like, can't you tell can't, the you can't you can't like take the hit of telling the server yeah, like, like I thought I this was chicken because it's yeah, it's like when you because that, that's gonna be like, Did you not fucking ask that before you made a whole person make it for you? What about a vegan can I get a vegan chicken fried steak? I'm sure you could chicken fry an impossible patty. That sounds kind of fun. Would be pretty much the same effect. I should try that sometime. I'm gonna put that on the list mm-hmm. of things to chicken fry. No, I just have a giant list of things. Well, so I'm gonna put that on the list. It I has no- They have nothing to do with each other. They're, yeah, it's they're not, like not related. It's just, the list. Oh. it's just a list. Well, I think you should add to the list sub list things to chicken fry. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like a chicken fried pickle. Yeah, maybe. I, man, I could go for a, I could go for a pickle. Oh man, I wish y'all, I wish it was the before times because I made some delicious Mexican pickles times. this week. What is a Mexican pickle as opposed to the default pickle? I, I mean, it's basically just, it's basic. Uh, a Mexican pickle is the, the pickled veggies are typically jalapenos, onions. Oh, carrots. this is not uh, a so Mexican it's like India style. where they call everything that has been pickled a pickle, regardless Actually, of what it is. Actually, most of the world calls everything that has. Yeah, been and it really bothers me. <laughs> ever since so, i was at work and someone was like do you want a homemade pickle and i said you know what i'd like that and then they handed me a mango <laughs> i was like yeah but that was it. probably still this really good it. hold on so the real question is do you think there are some cows out there that say it's time to pack the cow if they're in the i don't I actually know. think that that's terrible. exactly Ignore what that. they say uh, like does does boston beef say wicked all the time <laughs> does, and does texas beef like own a own a gun. Yeah, like, they well, move yeah. slower. They move way slower in Texas. They move way way bigger and way slower. Just yeah, exactly bigger in Texas. Just more kind of foghorn esque. Yeah, um, maybe the ones in the north are they they just like move a lot faster and a lot more agitated all the time. And they always act like they got to get to more grass. Yeah, I remember the cows in New Jersey would always uh, run very fast compared <laughs> to other cows. to get to the grass on the other side, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say true. That's where I'm at. I, I've just heard this enough about animals that I'm also willing to go true. All right, you're both correct. Holy shit! Here we go. Okay. University of London linguists in 2006 discovered that cows in different towns had different act in England had different accents. Cows and specifically, they've been influenced by other members of the horde. Of the herd, not horde. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they've... I'm just the thinking horde. of a, the bovine horde. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm imagining the, like, the Warcraft horde. And Dear I'm just, God, it's the horde. Imagining like these cows as part of like some larger factional conflict now. Dude, it'd be sick if that was true, because then you could call it like, horde tipping instead of cow tipping. That would be sick. No, let's go horde tipping. I don't... I don't think people cow tip in real life, so that's. Well, you've never lived in the real. South. Well, you yeah, you have there. never. Oh, you gotta be fucking this. kidding me! Why people cow tipping is a so very real, real thing. It's isn't so it, real. Isn't it really bad for the cows? Of course, that's why it's real because people don't know any better. 
like they get I forget what happens other than they can't get back up until the person Yeah, like cows them. are not made to just fall like yeah. that. It's not like a thing they're made to do. It's not like they have shock absorbers on their shoulders. Although it's, how it's sweet very would bad that be? The cow with shock absorbers on the shoulders? Yeah. This is like a, a the Mad Max of cows. The is Mad Cow? The Mad Max of cows? Oh, no, no. Oh, That's boy. the thing as we wrap oh, back no. around to that. Honestly, here's the thing. Okay. Normally we have a cool transition to the ad <laughs> zone, but I really want a bowl of cereal, and I'm in a lot of pain in my shoulders, I've discussed. <laughs> so that's going to be our segue because I'm going to go get my cereal. So you got bored in quarantine and you decided you wanted to add a furry friend to your household. Listen, no shame here. I got four of them. They're great. They drive me up the wall sometimes. I love them. But something that's really annoying for me right now is going out to purchase pet supplies. A lot of the stores have instituted pretty hardcore social distancing. And, you know, sometimes it's a little hard to find exactly the right product that I'm looking for. Luckily, there's Chewy for that. You can go to bit.ly slash ChewyPPN and find a selection of thousands of the pet brands that you know and love. We're talking food, litter, toys, treats, meds even. All of this stuff is really important to have and sometimes hard to get right now. But you can definitely get it through Chewy, who directly fulfills all of your orders. You know that what you're ordering is what you're going to get. And they have great discounts, such as 30% on your first auto ship order. And then 5-10% on every auto ship order after that. You also have a nice $4.95 flat rate for shipping or free shipping over $49, which can be pretty easy to rack up with pet supplies. So consider getting the best for your pets the easiest way. Go to bit.ly slash ChewyPPN. That's bit.ly slash C-H-E-W-Y-P-P-N. All right. So here's one. This one is not about the, the British Isles in any way, unlike the previous two. Well, then I want a different one. Oh, well. Give us a British fact. Yeah. I mean, it's British about... British fact or bust? The, there, there are white people in it. Like, that's kind okay, of... Okay, that counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So, um, how do I phrase this fact? Um, uh, so, Pete Wentz's parents, Pete Wentz of Fall Out Boy... Met working on a uh, met working for Joe current U.S. Can, presidential candidate Joe Biden, and he Pete, Pete Wentz has been quoted as saying, "If it weren't for Joe Biden, I would not exist as a human being." And they they actively know each other. And that's why he endorsed Joe Biden for president. Did he? I don't know. I, don't, I was gonna say I don't I, keep track of who Pete Wentz endorses for president. I think I've heard this story, but I'm not sure that I have. The only thing I knew I'd heard oh. about Pete Wentz I didn't know was that he was biracial, right? Yeah, yeah. Jamaican. Yeah, that's I didn't why, know that until recently, but I don't know anything else about it. That's why, notably, is, I said there are white people in it, because Pete Wentz is, is, is biracial, but Joe Biden is a, just a white guy. So. Just the whitest dude we could elect president. I don't. That's not true. White, Pete Buttigieg is whiter than Joe Biden, let's be oh. honest. He's he's white in a different way. I still yes. think Pete Buttigieg is whiter. He, uh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Pete Buttigieg looks like he takes the crusts off of white bread. I'll put oh, it like this. Does. Well, I was gonna put it like this. Pete Buttigieg is like the white bread you buy at the dollar store at Walmart that's like bleached white bread. Oh God. Joe Biden is at least like 
I don't know, like Pepperidge Farm white bread. Is there you know like I, could, I, could, bread? I could see nature's own honeyweed, I feel like is a very Joe Biden kind of thing. Okay, you know? yeah, I could, yeah, I'm yeah. with that. Okay. What does that imply? I might have all right, let's a lot. compare let's compare all presidential candidates so that we could think of to what bread they are. Are or like? Or like would eat. What they are. What it's they what are. they are. It's what they are. Bernie is obviously a very, very Oh, dark he's a bagel. Guy. <laughs> you went two different I, I mean okay we went, we went we, two different flavors of the same direction yeah, yeah. okay um what do I'm, we think what kind of bread is trump though my problem is are we going because our initial direction here was that the breads were sort of store brand versions of an ordinary loaf whereas i think now we're opening up to branch everything's into, on the table yeah like things like a sourdough or like whatever a, fits them is what they are i feel like <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to have so much more bread knowledge than me. I'm going to miss some kind of bread. I feel like Trump is those like kind of cheap hamburger buns that leave the white residue on your hands as you yes, eat them. Yes, that's, that's what 100%. I'm. One hundred. That's actually that's really on. Also, like, man, honestly, even like I don't know about that shitty, but even pretty shitty hamburger buns, I'll eat them just by themselves sometimes. If I have more hamburger bun than burger, I like them that much. That's my. I've admission. I have toasted a hamburger bun just so that I could have an excuse to like put cultured butter on it okay. yeah they're pretty good yeah. um um we'll do a few more and then we should actually do like our normal yeah stuff. um uh i'm trying to think of candidates the name what do you I think mean, i think what do you think john i'm McCain's going the other direction i'm going bread to candidate in oh okay okay I'm where i'm trying and failing um john mccain what would john Mc- john mccain I don't. I don't know why, but I feel like he's a hoagie roll. No, I'm into that. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like it's like manly in the like I served in the army sense. It is. Why is this working? But it's like still, it's like it's a sandwich like, that's made to hold like a lot of things, right? But still, like smaller than like your average loaf of bread. Yeah, he was kind of a little dude. He you is know? a small dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's a plot. But what a hoagie roll, not smaller than your average loaf of bread. Well, skinnier <laughs> but long. <laughs> I mean, depends on the hoagie roll. I'm thinking That's of like, true. like one of your like, not like a big know. biggin, but like who's a, the pumpernickel candidate? That's I've been stuck on that. Especially I, I'm trying to conjure mentally what pumpernickel bread tastes like. It's been a minute. Honestly, and and I just have to say this isn't based on like the color of his skin or anything. This is based on he has a lot of substance, but he was kind of overlooked. And it's my boy Julian Castro. Okay. Right. Okay. I I actually think I'm trying to think if that applies to him more so than to pumpernickel because I don't know how much, how much I like pumpernickel bread, and, and by that I don't mean I don't like it. I mean I don't know how much I like it. It's hard to say. I think I, I've had it, and it's basically that it has a lot of substance, yeah, but it's maybe not like an always like, bread. You know? Mm. Yeah, I agree. It's not. Who's an the all- whole wheat candidate? Whole wheat candidate. Which candidate provides well to one hundred percent of your daily value? I mean, Kamala wants us to think it's her. Yeah, Kamala wants to be whole bread, but she's like, let me. She's like, twelve grain oat, right? She's like, she's trying to be whole wheat, but she's not quite that. Oh, I don't you know? like that stuff where it's like, six, I just want to like say sixty nine grain bread, and there's like a million pieces of shit in the, embedded in it. I actually really like that kind of bread. First, Jill, Jill Stein is nuts and seeds. <laughs> sure, sure, nuts yeah. and seeds. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like. That's the one I don't like. Like the nuts and seeds. I like nuts and seeds a lot, actually. I mean, honestly, Hillary was whole wheat. Let's be honest. 
let me let me let me explain this. No, I'm explain with you. This. She had more experience she than had any other person more experience ever. Than it. Exactly. But a lot of people just outright didn't like her because of what she was. No, oh, that's good. That's good. That's, and that's whole wheat bread. That brings the analogy all the way around. And now I forgot what this fact was. So, <laughs> we've been the fact is bread. that Pete Wentz uh, yes, knows yes. Joe Biden. His parents met working for Joe Biden, and he has credited him with his existence as a human being. So does that mean we have Joe Biden to thank for like two of the most banger? pop punk albums of all time and then whatever this garbage mess is that's happened since like <laughs> i was in college yeah extremely indirectly that's true and i do agree that there's a lot of legitimately just great old fallout boy music that i think about there, sugar we're going down swinging i will still scream that song yeah you know? any any fallout boy song this is gonna maybe sound like such a fucking like just old person complaining but Fallout, I, the quality Fallout Boy songs conjure up the mental image of I would have had this song on an iPod when I would have had an iPod. No, absolutely. No, I get that. Abs- I, of this would have been like track three on Some a big CD I made in eighth yeah. grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so my controversial Fallout Boy opinion is I don't think Under the Cork Tree is good. I actually don't like it. But I think Infinity on High and Folly Do are amazing masterpieces. Infinity on High is a lot of fun. I don't, I don't. I've never spent enough time with just the albums, you know? I know the singles better than anything. I, I really that. do like Sugar We're Going Down a lot, just because it exemplifies... I mean, mostly because the memories associated with it. Oh, yeah. Know? I have plenty of memories associated with especially yeah. Folly Do, so that has a part to do with it. This also reminds me of when, like, maybe it was earlier this year, I listened to A Fever You Can't Sweat Out for quite possibly the first time since I was in high school and i still knew every word to every song oh and it my made god me, it made me very upset with myself about that <laughs> it was an album i solidly had not listened to for at least five to six years and i just still knew almost every single word of every song and yeah, i was there like are this definitely is bad. albums in this world that i would have so will we have joe biden to thank for not only obama being president obviously yeah. was totally Which, biden. by the way if it's relevant information uh that election is when he said the existing as a human being thing that okay. uh, the, the article is actually dated November 4th. 08. So do we have Joe Biden directly to thank for in order fallout boy um, field by ramen records, Oof. thus, thus Paramore and also panic at the disco and also Cobra starship and arguably the massive success of the warped tour. Yes, Warp Tour. That obviously. is such a weird down the line. The wow. second resurgence of Fall Boy, and thus the uh, song that plagued college football commercials oh. for oh with, god the for a year. Up one. Um, that one and uh, what was the other one? Centuries, I think. That yes, one. Yeah, Centuries. Yep. And but most importantly, the Haley Williams solo work. Okay, but also oh. pretty odd. Ooh, pretty odd. Yeah. There's really um, a lot going. Oh, that that we directly have to thank Joe Biden for. Yes. Yeah, very this directly. Is, if this is true, this is really softening the blow of the fact that I'm gonna have to vote for him. This yeah, is really, this really this is making me want to vote for him more. If it's true, this is nothing could make me want to vote for him. No, well, yeah. Yeah. but but this doesn't. I know hurt. that I I know so, that I need to, and this is making it easier. Well, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna put on. I'm gonna put on the Haley Williams subtitle while I fill up my ad just to teach. Oh, that's man. a. I mean, that's that just a so good, good idea, regardless. Yeah. 
So let's. Yeah, what's the what's the? I think I think I need to recuse myself on this one. Why? Because I, you've heard it before. I yes think or no? I think I have out, I think I have outside information that messes with what? this. What you have in what? It's not like this isn't Congress. It's well, it's it is like Congress in that. We... I don't. I just don't want to bias anybody and mess with the stats on something well, that I think Chris, I may have heard. Then Chris okay. say it first. Well, my joke was gonna be that. It wasn't like Congress because it's not like we have insider training, trading. But then I was going to say, actually, this is like Congress because we do, and it doesn't matter, and you can get away with it. So, um, <laughs> Jesus. It, from God. my perspective, God, I, I'll like say Kelly this. I'll say this is true because I want it to be true, and I don't know. I like it. I, I want. Think... I want to be able to say that Joe Biden gave us Haley Williams's solo career. <laughs> I think this is true, but I do think that I've heard it before. All right. So. It is true. I'm going to link y'all yes. article. I saw this on Twitter today. Thanks, Brandon Biden. Turns out that, uh, yeah, that's what his, his, he, once his parents met as Biden, uh, like Senate Biden staffers, staffers in like the seventies and just, it's a pure coincidence. And in, uh, you can even find a picture of, this is a picture. This is less elderly Joe Biden holding this baby in his hands is Pete Wentz. Whoa, uh, yeah, I just found this medium. picture. Yeah. Whoa, that this is, is amazing. That is of Fallout Boy. Uh, although, That's insane. I got to tell you, that picture, that B- Pete Wentz's baby picture is making me think, how, how, what percent of babies could you, having seen the adult, guess, like, if you saw, uh, like, 100 people that you knew's baby pictures shows it ran, and what do you think the, like, percentage rate is that you could match them up? I think I'd get a 50% hit rate at least. Maybe. Like, that's what I'm wondering is how much the, does the adult look like the baby? I don't know. I, I would be kind of a giveaway because I had, like, really, really bright blonde hair as a child. So it just kind of faded to regular blonde as I... If, if you guys had seen me more regularly without my beard, you would be able to place me instantly. Because hmm. I basically have the same face. Does this mean that, like, years from now whenever eventually Joe Biden's state funeral happens, that they'll just like softly play. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, they, they truly weren't so great though. Oh no. God. Uh. Honestly, I'm trying to imagine a context in which playing that song in a funeral isn't egregiously disrespectful. Like even if the person is one of the members of fallout boy, I think it's still weird. The last thing I want to say about Fall Boy is yeah. on Infinity on High, Thanks for the Memories is like the worst song on that album. Really? And it's still pretty good. Real talk, I like it. it is the worst song on that album. The Afterlife of the Party, amazing. Such a such a slammer. Like But the thing is Thanks for the Memories is still a pretty fun song. Yeah, but it has a ter- it's not like it's fun and nothing else. It has very little substance. All the other songs actually have some substance substance to them. Man. Arms ra- Arms races on that one, right? That's like, also that's the second worst song on the album. I really like that song. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm yeah. saying on the album it's the second worst. It's the perfect example of this is a great single, but like to get people to listen to the album and realize that every other song is better. That's my opinion. And anyway, uh, we could do the one listener fact we have. Yeah. Which I'll use that as a calling or a call to action to submit us more so that we have yes. more for next time. And it's, uh, it's from Kristen. And, and she said, strengths, which I will spell for, because my accent can get annoying sometimes. S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H-S, strengths. 
at nine letters long is the longest word in the English language with only one vowel. That's it. Because she's specifying English language, I find myself believing this. Yeah, if it was like the the longest word in a language, I'd be like, well, no, because German. I'm sure, like, I don't know, back five. Welsh. Geish yeah, I was going to say, does Welsh even have distinguishable, like, <laughs> it, do, it does. Yeah. Ha- it does, but you could definitely get a continent soup. Yeah, like to. that one town that's named, the, the longest town name in Wales that isn't even, like, what it's actually called, they made it longer in the 1800s is like a stunt, and it's just stuck. They haven't bothered. It's like it's too good. We can't change it back. Is that the one that the dude had to pronounce on the the weather guy? Video? Yeah, I want that one. It's very very long name. Um, I would I would say it, but I can't even come close. Um, I'll look it up right now and I'll try. Well, I mean, we you're gonna fuck fact. it up so bad. I know that's part of the fun, though. That is part of the fun. Um, all right, here we go. I found it. Uh, I'm going to put it in our Discord chat just so you can, so we can see follow later. along while I try. Yeah, and anyone um, else will be able to find this easily to follow I encourage along. you to follow Google, along like, at home. Google, like, long Wales town name. Uh, yeah, I encourage you to look up what I looked up, which is Welsh town name, very long. I mean, um, you got it. That's the one. <laughs> this is what you I got. You sure did get it. Uh, so let's go. Um, follow along with me at home. Please turn your hymnals to this word. Um... <laughs> God, imagine you're... Anyway. Landfar Phil Lig Awinen Ligogary Shewin Rundrob Willent He Silly A Go 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 Goch That's actually like not that far from what I've heard. So there we go. That's it. That's what it is. Oh, there was a pronunciation Let me Let me let me, let me try it real quick. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Landfar Pogwingilagogary Shewinindrob Willent He Silly A Go Go Goch yeah, so what I'm finding, I'm looking at the pronunciation now. That was pretty good. What I'm finding is that the the C-H-W-Y part is like queen almost with an R inside of it. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try this again. So it's like, Jan Virpul Gwingil Go Ger U Queen Drob Ul Landis Ilio Go Go Goch. That's... Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, real man. I could have used this as a fact, maybe. Whoa! I didn't know it had an English it. name. I didn't know it had an English translation. Of yeah. Words. So I. Was, uh, you mean it has a colonist translation? Maybe. I well, I mean, know. I think I think he's referring to the literal translation of the name because the situation of this name is like in Saint Mary's something. Church. It says it's a concatenation of the following things: Saint yeah. Mary's Church in the hollow of the white hazel, the Church of Saint Tilsilio of the Red Cave, Rapid Whirlpool. So they were just like, if we concatenate Between this all yeah. into and translate it to Welsh, it'll sound really funny, and people will come to our town. It's like it was like a tourism stunt. And now they're just like, well, it's working, and they're just like stuck that way, kind of. Well, if you were to concatenate the names of shows on the Pocket Podcast, <laughs> you would get No Dice Green Mountain Mysteries, Them's the Facts, Home Viewing, Cult Classics. Did we? I mean, no, I get what you're doing good. here. But did we do the answer to the fact yet? No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Jeez, I figured we had already done it. No, no. I'm going to say, by the way, I'm I'm going to say yes. I'm willing to go guess. Nine I'm going to say true because I can't think and of anything else. And it uses else. all I of think, the clusters that are vowel-free very, like, efficiently. It says true. Okay. Has, I hate the – okay, this I hate, though. So it <gasps> says true, and then I hate that the explanation is a link to a Guinness World Record for this. How can this be a Guinness World Record? It. It it's just a it. word. Yeah. It's just a word. 
these are my least favorite Guinness World Records, where they're like the Guinness World Record for the for tallest big, for, mountain. It's like congrats, Mount Everest. Yeah, like I, I hate that. I hate that stuff. It's more. This is stupider than tallest mountain. It's like, what's the Guinness World Record for, like? Because people made it up too. Like there's being twelve o'clock. Oh, it goes to twelve o'clock. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Top so ten long. numbers of all time. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually my one of my favorite internet such videos of all good time. Video. What is? Uh, it's K- K-Max, K-Max video, but it's the top ten numbers of all time ranked. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts out like at number ten, we've got number five. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm just thinking about uh, it. John started it, yeah. So we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. He mentioned a bunch of the shows. Um, our intro and outro music is Never Far by James Hunter USA, which now goes under the name New Weirdos. And you can find that music anywhere you like to purchase or stream or any of that good stuff. Um, Their self-titled single is very good. I highly recommend to listen. Uh, the summer, I forget the exact name of it now. Summer, there's a summer one. I don't know why the name is escaping me. That one's really good too. Uh, now I have to look it up so I don't seem like a terrible person. Uh, new weirdos summer dream. That's what I was thinking of. That one's really good. It's like a cool dream poppy song. Um, yeah, like uh, like I said a minute ago. Uh, please submit us uh your own facts or fake facts. I usually put facts in quotes. That's how I like to put it. Um, can, for us to do. You can find them at abolishunits.com. That's our main site, and it's the uh way to submit facts to us. Yeah, and it redirects to the Pocket Podcast Network page. Don't tell John I told you. All right, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Don't believe everything you hear. Uh